Hey everyone, welcome back to the There Are Four Hosts podcast. This time we have three. With me today, I have Mike. Hey everybody, you can find me at Blue Beetle Games on Twitter. And I also have with us uh, Sabrina. Hey, you can find me at Voidcat Gaming on Instagram, um, Twitch, or Twitter. Um, you'll only hear three hosts today, but uh, our fourth host, Jay, is here in spirit. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it due to some personal stuff. But um, he's definitely here in spirit. Um, and uh, he'll be back soon, I hope. And if not, then he'll always be an entity floating near us. In our <laughs> and, hearts. In our and very much missed. Right now. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be talking to you soon, dude. Yep. So Picard. All right, then, uh, yeah, today we're talking about the first episode of Star Trek Picard. Um, so who wants to kick off their thoughts uh, first? I'm, I'm freaking so, out too much still, so somebody else go first. Sabrina, it sounded like you had something to say. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it so far. I, uh, well, okay, so... This is, like, a weird side thing for me, but I was kind of hoping that him and, like, the two Romulans would be, like, you know. Uh, and <laughs> that would have been so awesome. It, it, it seems that instead they're just, like, refugee servants, which I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's nice of you to take them in, but not the plot line I was hoping for. Uh, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with the actress so far. I love, love, love uh, the blonde doctor. She's from, um, the heck, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, she plays oh, the yeah. like redhead drummer in Scott Pilgrim, and uh, I rewatched yep. Scott Pilgrim recently, and I was like, "Whatever happened to Alison Pill?" And here <laughs> she is, and uh, like her character only had like five minutes or so this episode, but like I I love her already. She's she's great. I'm very excited. If you like her, she's also in Newsroom. Yeah, that's an excellent she's, show. Like fantastic there. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, I'm gonna have a little of like a jealous actor thing with the the lady who plays uh, Dodge, I think, because we're like the same type. So I'm just like, uh. <laughs> I wanted to play that character, but, you know. Um, I'm excited to see what happens with her playing two different characters. I, I'm i excited about the, the like, divergent plot lines that are connected through her. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's freaking cute that basically the story seems to be that Picard is adopting Data's daughter. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Picard, who started the first episode being like, Will don't let me near any of these children. I will embarrass yeah. myself. And who's now like, oh, you're an android adult daughter? I'll, I'll take you in. Um, um, and I'm very curious about that Borg-Romulan uh, alliance that seems to be going on. What do you mean about the divergent uh, storylines? Uh, so you have the two twin girls, and one of them is going to be on mm-hmm. the, the side of, like, you know, uh, Picard, the Federation, the, the, the Romulans that are, have escaped... Whereas um, her twin is going to be like our liaison to the Borg uh, Romulan Alliance Empire, whatever is going on there. So we'll see like two sides of the like Cold War, maybe. I don't know if that's what's going on or not. Um, But like the fact that they have the same character that's doing like the two different ones so that we'll see them clash later. And it gives us an excuse to be in both of those worlds. That's what I meant. Okay. All right. So what do, what do we think happened to Dodge? Because she kind of got spoiler incinerated at the end. Oh yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure she's vaporized. Uh, I'm expecting a like transformer level uh, transformer. What the fuck? Uh, uh, <laughs> a Terminator level like uh, this is my alloy uh, exoskeleton <laughs> underneath, um, sort of thing. To be honest, she's like, come with me if you want to live, type of thing. Yeah, I 
I definitely don't think that they would introduce her and be like, there's a twin, and then be like, ah, oh, she's dead, so I guess you have to go find... No. No, yeah. you know what? They might do that, because it would, it would force Picard to go out into space to find the other... The twin. She's, yeah, yeah that's she's the good sacrifice point. the hero has to experience to be pushed into the adventure. And if you, like, take away that sacrifice, it takes away, like, her loss, which is tragic. And I definitely didn't see it coming, because I thought she was going to be, like, the Uber woman. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And then, like, I mean, well, she, she still is. Hit, I'm just like, her other self, but yeah. the actress. I kept on waiting for them to. She dives away from the explosion or, or something, and then it happens, and it's still there. I'm just like, oh, you killed her. Holy crap. Yeah. Then how are you going to reverse this? We'll, we'll see about whether she's really dead or not. We will see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what's your thoughts? Um, I, I've only seen it twice so far. I watched it again this morning. Um, I, I was very impressed. I liked it better the second time. Because the first time it was at a party and I so I was got distracted, but mm-hmm. um, I mean parties. the production value. What's that? Viewing parties, yeah, I know what they're like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the production value I thought was great. All the acting was was great. I mean, it was it got me excited to be back in Picard's world, and I'm just you know I can't wait for the next episode. Basically, it's um, I did not find anything in there that I did not like that I can think of. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to see where they take the story. Mm-hmm see my thoughts are that i'm still stroking my chin on what i'm th- what i totally feel about the show because mm-hmm. i i admit i was going into ready not to like it yeah. and i also don't like to do that so i don't like watching things so i can just to dislike them right right i, I give them their chance to prove themselves so like with so much like uh so there's been so much build up on like how it might not be like regular star trek and and all this drama that yeah. i've been i've been watching online uh, it, it colored how I felt about it on my first viewing. I watched it twice. My first viewing was that I didn't like it. Hmm. Then the second viewing made me go, wait. Because hmm. like, I expected them to be really cheap on some things and also not get Star Trek accurate. But like, <laughs> one of the things that made me... Yeah, well, one of the things that stuck out the most was that they stuck with the ending of Nemesis. I didn't yeah. expect that. Like, through the comic books and the Star Trek Online game, it's always continuity that uh, what you thought the cheap answer was going to be, like, Data sacrificed himself, but no, he didn't. He becomes before. But here, they actually said, nope, Data is done. That's yeah. it. Before was not good enough to become Data. So it's kind of like, oh. I, I like that they did that, that actually. But yeah, I did. Yeah, they, had to, they had to make, like, lol, the big, like, Picard to be like, ah, I gotta help her. Uh, not lol, Dodge. <laughs> um, Dodge, yeah. Whatever you know, lol. No, Dodge. no, that's an Im- that, that is an tomato. impressive mix-up. Data's daughter. Most people have forgotten that name, lol. lol. Data's original daughter <laughs> from the TV series. For people who don't know, but that's the best. I mean, like one of the best Star Trek gifts that you can use outside of the Star Trek fandom is the one where, uh, like, Wesley throws the ball and then goes to the ball, <laughs> and then like a second later, her hand goes up. Yeah. Somebody, um, you know, you've seen that's... that gift. Somebody put like joke yeah. on the ball it's amazing okay just yeah i have not seen that one but it sounds awesome I, i'll send it <laughs> to you it's, it's, it, it. um mm-hmm. other things that like i thought i wasn't gonna like but then i watched an uh, interview with the director um i don't like uh this early 2000s coloring of like making everything gold bronze or blue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i listened to the reasoning behind it which i thought was going to be just like corporations say this is what makes things look cool yeah but the director, she says, no, I wanted you guys to come back and feel warmth. And oh. I was like, oh, oh nice. 
That's cool. That's, um, yeah. I wonder if that's going to be um, uh, contrasted against the like Borg Romulan side being greens. Yeah, that would be cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I was going to say, uh, do we want to try like a podcast structure that keeps us going, such as saying like uh, our first section is what we say is the bad, the good, and then like scattered thoughts at the end um, to give us like some structure. Maybe. And I'm also going to cut this part out when we edit. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you like, uh, that's that's really cool. Unless um, you want to have this be ask, the yep, have be organically like people just hearing us talk things out mm. behind yeah, the scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you guys are you cool with that kind of structure? Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Um, since I just came up with it, and I don't want to put <laughs> either you on the spot, I will I will start with the bad. Okay, and we then, did the good already. Um, Oh no no! Um, I want like that. This is probably like why okay. I want to do the structure, so we don't end on a bad note. Gotcha. Because okay. like, I don't want people's like the lingering thought. People's like we just didn't like it, but instead have that be get the bad out of the way. Then we do the good, and then all of our scattered thoughts about everything. Sounds good. Cool. Right. So the bad I'm seeing in this is uh, and bad is subjective, of course. Uh, the bad the what I didn't like was um, like I said for me, Star Trek is. At its best when you're tackling the unknown. When, like, Star Trek is rivaling Interstellar, mm-hmm. where you take your spaceship up into space and, you know, it, nothing, not everything adheres to a terrestrial structure, like, you know, Romulans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's not like politics. So I'm not, so I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Um, but so far, the overall feel of the sci fi feels more adventure, Firefly, than it does science fiction and also i like i guess i like my star trek being starfleet mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. um what happens when you have a rogue with a spaceship which yeah. is kind of like eh, that's although star trek, hey but. some of the star trek mm-hmm. movies several of the star trek movies were like a starfleet captain absconds with a ship um, <laughs> and, I gr- <laughs> and i grumbled i grumbled so much like how dare they fly through space and travel through time and a piece of crap, war, bur, <laughs> Klingon war, bird, bird of prey. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It was it's a is a junker bird of, play, bird of prey. <laughs> Yet they travel through time with it. I, yeah. So yeah, I get. I have my little things for Star Trek. <laughs> I like things in their place. But uh, conversely, I mean, maybe it is kind of creative that they didn't do that formula again. So hmm. yeah, I go back and forth on why. Do and don't like. Yeah. Because I'm still trying to. I, I'm still. There's still yeah. some stuff mm-hmm. same that I really like and some stuff that I'm really like. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> What's a thing that you don't know about or don't like? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm <laughs> you know, I'm always happy to talk about both of the sides in my brain. Um, <laughs> I I watched it with my roommates, one of whom hasn't really seen Star Trek and one of whom is a person that I introduced to Star Trek. Um, and the person that I introduced to Star Trek and I have a, a kind of similar sentiment about Star Trek, probably because I uh, <laughs> I definitely was involved in uh, shaping his opinion here. But um, like you said, everybody expects different things from Star Trek. And what I really care about in my Star Trek is that it attempts to handle like moral questions. Uh, obviously, TNG did that. TOS did that. You know, Voyager, and they don't always do the right thing, but they know that they don't always do the right thing, and they do their best to grow towards a better thing. And you know, the whole thing is that we've built a utopia in the center of us at Earth, and we're working our way out. So, um, the fact that 
you know, we're working for a brighter future is uh, one of the big important things for Star Trek for me. So I, I appreciate Picard's, uh, you know, like, we stopped helping people who need help because we panicked and protected ourselves. So I love Starfleet. I appreciate that. But, yeah, y'all, the whole point of Star Trek was that, uh, like, Earth was a utopia. And I feel that... I rewatched the Star Trek short again, and it just reminded me of the, like, Into Darkness issues that I had with uh, Kurtzman being, uh, you know, like a 9-11 truther and bringing that into Star Trek. And I'm like, that's not, mm. that's not Star Trek. It feels like, it's like, like they said, I mean, they told us they were going to do this, a non-utopia version of Star Trek, but I'm like, why would you make it Star Trek if it's going to be non-utopia? That's one of the things that are Star Trek for me. So, um, and he I, brought that up too. He was definitely like, it feels like it's not a utopia anymore. It's just like us in the future. <laughs> Instead of being better. Kirk says we're better now, but it's... So, it to that, I I agree with you, but then I heard why they're doing it, and now I, I can't... I'm still undecided on how yeah, I feel go about ahead, it. Tell me. Yeah, I, I love me some... That's why I love Starfleet and Star Trek. Like, I want to see what happens when uh, we, as humanity, mature, mm-hmm. and, like, what we do from yeah. there. But it feels like what they are going time. for... Yeah, and what they are trying to do here is something initially I was... And I'm still not sure yet... Uh, didn't like that they're going to do this, but they are specifically doing it for political reasons. Like they're trying to show what happens when your country stops being what you believe stops in, stops helping, and what do you do? And because yeah. yeah, so that's what they're that's the, like the metaphor they're going mm-hmm. for here. And they and you know since they have uh, this many viewers and stuff, maybe they feel a moral responsibility to tell this story. Okay. And I'm not sure how I feel about it yet because the thing I like about Star Trek is. It literally cured me of homophobia in one episode. Wow! Wow! I love telling. Uh, yeah, I love telling this story. Um, I grew up uh, uh, Catholic, uh, literal believer in the Bible. Once upon a time, mm-hmm. and like you know, throughout my upbringing, like gay folk were bad. Like that's that was the law, the law, the law of the land. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah and like uh, oh, my 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 the structure around me made me understand mm-hmm. that and think that. And then I sat down and watched that one episode where Riker falls in love with that asexual being. Oh, yeah. Mm, Remember that one? Yes. I love that episode. Thank you. Yeah. And then she's put on trial. Uh, that Whatever. She's put on trial. And then um, she gives a speech. And the, the line, I'm just like, you know, thinking like going into it that I was like, okay, you're trying to convince me like gay folk are okay. I see what you're doing. Give it your best shot. And then like the, she gives a speech at the end. She says, who are you to tell me how to love? And I'm like, <gasps> I've been the bad guy this entire time. Oh, my God. And that's yeah, awesome. It, it totally got me. Yeah, it got me so good. Wow. And it, and since they don't do it two one to one, and they do a full story of the metaphor, it blows past my guards yeah. and lets me see more. Yeah. So if they mm-hmm. can do that with this, then that's okay. But they're gonna ham fist it like the Last Jedi did. <laughs> Sorry, they, they 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 said war is for economy, and then they didn't do anything with that story. Yeah, you just can't spam it. Yeah. But if you can do a yeah, real yeah, story, yeah, yeah, yeah. then yeah. yeah. Um, well, I sorry. like how the Star Trek has always like wrapped these real issues in, in a sci-fi wrapper. Um, so it kind of mm-hmm. makes it easier to swallow, you know, to go down. And so people kind of, like like Keith, kind of, you know, it hits them and then they absorb it without even realizing mm-hmm. it type yeah. of thing. That's actually um, the reason that I'm into sci-fi and fantasy so much. Like why those two are my preferred genres, like... Obviously, subgenres are really fun. Like, Firefly is, like, a sci-fi and also Western, you know, stuff like that. But sci-fi and fantasy specifically, the reason they're so dear to my heart is because it's the easiest way to deal with really heavy issues 
like yeah. uh, politics without immediately bringing up the guard of the person reading it. Because if you try to make a book about politics and you said it right now, um, obviously uh, things are very fraught. So you're au- you're automatically gonna have your hackles raised. Um, but sci-fi and fantasy manages to remove us enough from it that you can just see it as a question uh, rather than like as an intrinsic part of you and it makes it easier to absorb different uh, possibilities shall I say so I'm so glad you told that story that's exactly why sci-fi is important to me and especially Star Trek is so on the forefront of making people question um, why they don't like things why they're against things um, which is why it made me so sad when like the first season of Disco came out and it was so dark and mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't want to get too far into it but the reason I didn't like Dis- um, um, Discovery Season 1 the one thing they, they did that was unforgivable to me was use uh, like there was a scene where um, the Klingon Michael? lady um, oh. Terrell yeah I, can't I forget her name um, where like it seems like she rapes uh the guy that's half Klingon, half human, like, simultaneously. Ash or something? Uh, yeah, Ash. And then later on, they're like, haha, it wasn't really rape, he was into it. And I was like, I'm sorry, you already triggered me with that other episode three episodes ago, and I wasn't the only one. And um, mm. I expect Star Trek to take stuff like rape seriously. Yeah. So I was... Aim into that. It was not cool. And uh, I still haven't seen season two because I'm still upset about it, uh, obviously. Yeah. So, um... Um, I, I really hope they I don't think, go like full dark with Picard because that's really gonna mess. Me I up. think you <laughs> might like season two more. Yeah, I've, I've like, heard I that. Didn't, I like season. I agree. Like, it's yeah, just I gonna take me a bit. I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't notice him. I, I, I swear, yes, like, it's one like, of the things I look out. Awareness. Look out for. You yeah. know, like you look out I for did some not stuff. See and the, look out for some other yep. stuff, and we help each other. Because I have something I can point out in this episode of Picard. Yeah. But but like really quickly, like for Discovery, I didn't see that. And I'm sorry that you, you felt that okay. way, but um, the, the, I did like season one more because I saw everyone on the show have to work harder for their victory mm. versus season two, which is very bubblegum. And uh, people, it looks like they, they address people saying they didn't like the darkness. So mm. maybe. Um, I definitely heard that uh, season two is very different. Uh, I know they wiped out their entire writer's room and started from new. Um, no. The stuff that I've heard about season two is also, like, pulling me in a different direction. But uh, I will watch it eventually. I'm just still kind of in a bad place about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think when season three comes out and then I hear good things, I, I'll get on the bandwagon. I'm really excited about something that's so far removed, like um, the idea of having Starfleet people, but in a thousand years when Starfleet I, might not exist. Like, I'm curious to see what they mm-hmm. do there. Um, yeah. I have been telling them to do exactly yeah, this. Yeah, I'm just done with of, prequels, I, I, you know? Yeah. Yes. They finally listened uh, to I, you, I, Keith. I, I, yeah, well, I, I even went to, like, their uh, their official page and kept on posting, guys, every episode you're pissing people off because you're, like, stepping on continuity. Go far into the future and you have you can you can do whatever you want. And then, sure enough, 1,000 years in the future, yep. thank you. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited to see them be again like like voyager just in a place where they can't ask for help mm-hmm. all right and how did we get here f- from Picard? i'm sorry i don't know Picard. <laughs> no 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 I'm, I, I love i love uh diverging oh and, like, we were you know, talking, about talking about how sci-fi about. can uh change our opinion of stuff yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. um so yeah if it'll be the will it all depend on will they nail this uh metaphor did we want to see it and mm. 
Yeah. Um, one, one thing that stood out to me in regards to that is when they, uh, Picard was being interviewed and the lady was uh, said something about, you know, there's Romulan lives at stake. And Picard was like, no, lives are at stake. You know, like, uh, there's yeah, no distinction. Nice it's moment. it's Yeah, I love that part. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was very good. That was, uh, that was very Picard of him. That was mm-hmm. the, another scene that, that pissed off my roommate because he was like, I thought this was a utopia. Why do they have aggressive journalists? <laughs> why did Picard... No, excuse me. He said, why did Picard only agree to do one interview? And he agreed to do one interview with a journalist who would be like this. <laughs> and I actually think that's a good point. Um, I feel like it's something that they, they wrote the scene for the for the speech rather than yeah. that but you know like stuff like that i will forgive we have a tendency to put star trek on a higher pedestal than it should sit on um, <laughs> um and i'm definitely guilty of that but i think like in a case like that i i understand why he's frustrated but i'm ready to let that go especially for a picard speech i mean come on yeah picard i mean his shakespearean training definitely shows up but <laughs> especially when he's giving speeches. <clears throat> uh, Mike, do you have anything? You mentioned before there was nothing you didn't like. Are you sure? Do you yeah. have anything that maybe might come to mind? I'm trying to think. And if you don't, that's totally cool. I, I was really thinking about it um, while you guys were talking about it as well. Because um, I have a nitpick if you want to think about it more. But... Uh, yeah, go ahead and give us your nitpick. <laughs> My nitpick is uh, something that's I wouldn't have noticed if a better... Uh, person who did a video didn't point it out <laughs> but they uh they're using the same ship designs from discovery oh like their shuttle designs are the same shuttle designs from discovery yeah that so is pretty weird with yeah for they have like i looked it up i think they have like three million wait how much they have a lot of money per episode yet they couldn't find anyone to redesign their uh shuttles and they're like small effects in the background even mm-hmm. so that you didn't have to spend that much time to do it yet you know Part of like part of the stuff I love in my sci-fi when it comes to Star Wars and Star Trek or anything is like starship designs. Yeah. Hmm. Well, when so. I, when I watch it again and notice that, that will be one thing I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice Sorry. that. No, it's true. Yeah, me neither. Ship Thanks design. for that, Keith. <laughs> ship design for Star Trek is so hard to like the poor people designing ships on Star Trek, especially like you know the main ships from a TV show. I don't know if we're gonna get one for Picard uh, or if we're not, and I'm cool if we don't. It's fine either way, but uh, like every time you try to design one of the like main ships for a show, like the Voyager, just like a deluge of people were like, "What do you mean the nacelles are too short? They're in the wrong place. Why don't they have nacelles? What's going on yeah. with that?" So uh, um, <clears throat> I respect the desire to be like, uh, "We'll just use things that we know you like," but Discovery is supposed to be a hundred years before. Wait. Yeah. At least a hundred, because now there's like the yeah. twenty year gap. So it's like it's been like hundred and fifty years. Your shows will look a little different. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're doing Star Trek, guys. Like if you're if you're on the job doing Star Trek, part of it is designing a spaceship. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking too much, <laughs> but also I'm bringing up stuff I didn't notice unless somebody else pointed it out. But so while we're talking we'll about ship much... design, what did you think about that mm-hmm. like half repaired Borg cube Romulan station? I thought it was pretty awesome myself. Yeah. You know, it was very interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they formed an alliance or if that's even what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Well, we did talk about alliances when we were talking about uh, Seven of Nine. Uh, that mm-hmm. episode that was like, the Borg will make alliances. But um, why didn't the Borg just try to turn all the Romulans into Borg? 
Well, I mean, maybe the Romulans yeah. got him at, like a found him in a weakened state, and they're kind of certainly yeah, because you're Ryan taking him, taking him over. Any, that the Borg are losing. Do you see any Borg now. on that ship? Um, oh. not in the episode we've seen so far. There's just yeah. the guy who likes Dodge, maybe, right. or maybe he's secretly pretending to like Dodge so he can get close to her. Or whatever. The point is, Probably that's that. an actor I really <laughs> like also, so I'm excited to see what happens with this character. I have a feeling that he's going to betray her, but I'm cool with it because he's not Federation, <laughs> you know? Um, Where do you know him from? Uh, I think Penny Dreadful, right? I think he played hmm. Victor Frankenstein in Penny Dreadful, maybe? I'm going to look it up right now. I haven't seen that yet. Um, um, do you think he's an android like uh, Dodge? No, I think he's Romulan. Isn't he? Uh, well, like the the kind that can be turned into looking like a humanoid because oh. uh, it's just kind of weird and coincidental that she was like, "I have a twin brother too." Looks oh. at the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. Um, and I certainly wouldn't mind if he ends up playing two characters. Um, yeah, I can't tell if like, well, like, was that the shotgun on the wall where they say, "I have a twin brother too." Uh, expecting him to show up in about four episodes, <laughs> or was that just him saying it and then like, will they not touch it ever again? Um, I hopefully, hopefully they touch on it again. Hmm. Um, so my my guess on that board cube was that it's a Delric one that they found and they're using. Ooh, and okay. Yeah, uh, I didn't see any Borg on there or any indication of active Borg. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, seems like true. they have their own Borg cube, and it, yeah, it'll depend on what do they do with this. Like, why do they have it? What is their plan? I also look, and uh, I also know a gigantic secret spoiler. Oh that God, I please definitely don't. should not have looked up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not, like, when I like, I, I, I thought I was going to like the show less than it was. So I was like, uh, with, like mm, with Star yeah, Wars, yeah. I, I disliked it. So I just ate up all the spoilers I could get, and I was like, fine. But this one, there's something in here. I know happening in the future that I was like, oh, ah, oh, I should have did that, and <laughs> I look, I can't wait to see what everyone thinks. Yeah, yeah, we'll we will come to your house and punch you in the throat if you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I will, I will stand there and take it because I'm sorry that I will, I, I do not want to soil anything like, like that. No offense, no offense, Keith. <laughs> no, not taken. Like I don't want to spoil it for you. Apologize anyone. to yourself for spoiling uh, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I, we've had talk, and I've forgiven myself. And just don't do it again. Um, I, I know, I know. Uh, I I don't think that the Borger can be like a derelict thing in this one, obviously because of Jared and uh, Hugh. Uh, we'll see them next episode, so I guess we'll find out what's oh, going on there. Um, that might be it then. Um, Splinter Borg. I will be very shocked. Mm. Yeah, Splinter Borg, because I would be very shocked if Seven of Nine was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back to my Borg friends and uh, ditch the uh, Starfleet now. Seems unlikely. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe she'll be the diplomat. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Or, or like, as uh, Starfleet punked out on helping the Romulans, help the what if it was the Borg who swooped in to help them instead? What if the Borgs are the ones making the synthetics? Hmm. Yeah, and also, they mentioned how the synthetics weren't like data. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of curious what they Transformers. were. Transformers. <gasps> That'd be the awesome. <laughs> yeah, will, will we see like you know, their their like Walmart brand uh, androids at all? Like what, generic. What limits did they? Have? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm really looking forward to seeing like. What yeah, I'm frankly that. picturing the the people from uh, I Am Legend. You know, like those robots. 
Oh yeah. So I cool. hope that's not yeah. it. Uh, like design for design, but that's definitely what my brain conjured when they were like synthetics. <laughs> huh? uh, let's see. Do we want to end with? Do we want to end what we didn't like and maybe start going to what we did? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I ranted about what I did like a lot already. So. Um. If you have more, that's cool. One of y'all go. Or first do you want to give it to Mike? Mike. No, I've I only had the. Uh... The discovery ships that you brought up, Keith. Now, so that 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 was it for me. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you like? Oh, what do I uh, like the most? Um, one thing um, I liked was their inclusion of uh, the name uh, Maddox, who yep. uh, who is trying to like in one of the episodes. I think it's crap. I can't remember the name of the episode, but um, he was trying to basically dismantle data so he can learn to make more. Yeah. And um, yes. I was wondering if you know maybe. Uh, he created, uh, what's her name, Dodge, um, like in, kind of to honor Data and Law, maybe. Um, I don't know if that's, oh, if that's what he did or not. Oh, actually made by Data after all? Yeah, maybe Maddox created her. I don't know. It was just a thought. But um, I did like his that they mentioned his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was blown away. Well, I wasn't blown away by when it happened. I was wondering, what's that name? And why they, um, why they seem to... Give it importance, mm-hmm. and then I looked it up, and yeah, it's one of the greatest episodes of Star Trek, where the data, the data trial, and that one guy. I'm wondering, are they gonna bring that actor back? That would be That'd cool. Be fun. Um, yeah, but maybe Allison Pill will take care of that uh, thing. Um, uh, that role, I mean, of being the oh, yeah. uh, android professional. Um, I think specialist. she'll be that in the crew, but. You need to find the strange, mysterious man out ah. in the darkness who has disappeared. Maybe has the the rest of Data's body because, like he's like they said in the episode, you need a bit of Data to make an android, which mm-hmm. is odd. So how did he? How did how did the first Data get created? If that's the case, but you know, um. well. Like the first data was done by super genius uh, Nunyan Soon, yeah. and yeah. no one could ever match him sure, ever again. Okay. But I was thinking, <laughs> but if we had a bit of data's cells, that we can because did, cloning how, androids is the same as cloning. Cells? I don't know. Uh, I'm but waiting. I'm for sure they'll all explain it, it in there'll, the end. There'll be sure. some pseudoscience about so. that. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope they do that, and they don't do just like a hand waving thing. Like, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. We, we just, we just got it. Don't we, worry. We about said it, it, but now we but... changed our minds. <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. It was, it was too like specific of a line of like, we need a piece of data to be able to create a, a true AI human-looking android, um, and it's so specific about Dodge. Like, she's his daughter, and she must be his daughter because she was the only she could drink tea. You know. <laughs> uh, I think they spent too much focus on that for them to just hand wave it later. And if they do, I will be very upset. Fun fact: uh, Picard's only ordered uh, T Earl Gay, <laughs> T Earl Grey, seven times on TNG. And I read that. That's true. Twice already on Picard. Yeah, decaf though. Decaf. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> so it was a low key meme that everyone like latched onto as if it happened way more times. But whatever. Um. What else? Oh, oh, the 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 cloning thing. Uh, I was thinking the options of where to get data material from would be either the debris in Nemesis, or could they have used B four? Yeah, I feel like, like they could have because B four was. I mean, all of them were made by Noonan Singh, right? 
Well, but hmm. B4 was supposed to be an inferior version, wasn't he? Right, but something work. about yeah. his positronic brain, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't Let's say see. that I know exactly, because, uh, I mean, the the pseudoscience in Star Trek is interesting, uh, in that, like, sometimes it sounds totally, like, right, and sometimes you're like, okay, that's that's not even close. So, it depends on what the writers are thinking. Um, here's something I didn't understand. Hopefully you guys can help me out mm. on this one. Um, what's the connection between Picard trying to get a fleet to help the Romulans and an attack on Mars? I, I don't see oh, how the two... Yeah, yeah, I got this for... I, I got this one for you. Okay, so he was <laughs> he was the head of the fleet, and he brought all the fleet to Romulus, uh, to what's left of the Romulus system to get Romulans onto the ships, onto lifeboats, etc. And while the fleet was elsewhere... The synthetics took uh, the opportunity to hack and attack Mars. So uh, everybody was like, it's your fault, first of all, that uh, this attack went down. And second of all, instead of staying and helping the Romulans more like they need, we're going to pull the fleet back to defend the solar system, presumably. Um, and that's why he left. <clears throat> because he was all like, right. really? We're just going to be like, they attacked us once, so we're only going to protect ourselves and we're going to ignore <laughs> all the people who need it. So, yeah, there's that... Uh, one for one, you know, like we had a terrorist attack, so we're gonna close all of our doors and uh, fuck all y'all if you need help. Um, so I thought right. it was very Star Trek of Picard to be like, um, that's not cool. Um, and I want to say it's not in line with the the Star Trek utopia, but it is in line with the behavior we have seen from all of the special guest admirals. You know, like all of the special guest admirals <laughs> on Star Trek are admiral. always secretly evil or possessed or whatever. Um, well, take and, away law, um, something like that. That's, they are good that's not jobs. that different from Kurtzman's uh, behavior towards like the higher ups in uh, Into Darkness. So I'm like, uh, fine. For for the the sake of making Picard like the shining light, I'll accept that uh, Starfleet fucked up in this regard. However, I do have a question about um, whether all of the humanitarian aid that the Federation can give is only Starfleet. Hmm. Like, don't we have hmm. civilian ships that we can help with? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Are they sure. afraid of se sending civilian ships in because they might get attacked? Because in that case, I would question, I... like, the, re the reason they're helping the Romulans is because the supernova exploded. Hmm. I will accept it, but I, I have a problem with it where I, 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 I'll, I'll let it go. <laughs> because if, if that's it, then yeah, I'm, I'm good. But the problem I have with it and why I wasn't getting it is, like, so... Because a fleet was elsewhere, you couldn't stop a terrorist attack? Like, it seemed like it was, like, a ground yeah. attack. And yeah. And they said it was a hack, too, so, like... Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not so super having, sure like, about the uh, logic there, but... that's. Well, hopefully we'll find out more. Yeah, right, of course. Fingers crossed. Um, do you guys think the mother... Uh, what the mother who talked to Daz was an AI or Maddox himself? Hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 the mom. Uh, I have a feeling... No, I think she was, like, placed with the real human mother. Yeah. The one that contacted yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the mom, like, so already knows the, she's the, an android. She already knows about Picard. So she's like, haha, go to Picard. Like, you know, she's more of a caretaker. Like, she was there to make sure that Dodge would go where she was supposed to. All right. And, like, reinforce Mike, the fake memories. Uh, I mean, I agree with um, Sabrina, but I'd actually like it to be Maddox. So <laughs> I oh, think yeah. that would make it more interesting. I mean, um, that's what I think is happening, but I think it would be dope. If it, was <laughs> it would be there dope. Was a, there's a way she was acting, and then there was like a flicker of her hologram that indicated that she's not a real person. Like, oh, yeah, the yeah. she may have actually had a real mother, 
but the person in that message uh, was talking to her strangely and doing like weird things yeah, in her face was. that kind of like kind of yeah mm-hmm. and then also yeah in the middle of it there was like this flicker of her hologram as if it was updating and then it says I think that's when it says to look for Picard yeah or it triggered her into dialing Picard well see now mm-hmm. I need to watch it again so thanks Keith yeah. third time oh, no problem <laughs> <laughs> go Keith go um Let's see. What else is there to talk about in the show? Uh, one thing I liked was his, um, towards the beginning, Picard's quote, uh, dreams are lovely, it's the waking up I resent. Mm. Um, I don't know why, I just, I just like that quote. It was, it's sad, but it's, I thought it was, it was interesting um, that he's, that his life is kind of, you know, where he'd rather be dreaming than being awake. I guess that has to do with, you know, the tragedy and stuff, but... Hopefully that turns around for him. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't expect Picard to start out with um, with Jean-Luc just being like, and I'd rather be dead. Um, You're right. That kind of punched <laughs> me in a place that I was not guarding. <laughs> right. Um, but I do have something we could talk about because it's the very yeah, first please. episode. We've only seen like a glimpse of most, most of the main characters so far of the new ones, not Picard, obviously. We all love Jean-Luc. Um <laughs> Oh, and just side tangent, I'm so glad that they had him speak French in the episode. And I have so much respect for Sir Patrick Stewart, but his French is not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he clearly has an accent. Um, But uh, anyway, we obviously we love Jean-Luc, so you can't answer this question with Jean-Luc. Who's the character you're most curious about right now? Mike. Um, I'd have to say uh, Dodge and I don't know how you say her sister's name. Soji, um, I think those are the the ones that I'm most curious about right now. Just to see, you know, if it is Data's daughter, how did that come about? You know, what when did he make is. her? Yeah, exactly. So that that would be my most the one I'm most curious about. Uh, the three I am curious about are the sword wielding Romulan. Oh, we haven't even seen uh, him yet. I'm so like, ugh. oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, just in this episode, not right. Like, he yeah. was in the what like he was coming. in the like preview for next episode, and I was like, ah. Here's my theory about him. Uh, if you don't mind, he has yeah, a please. sword because he's fighting, and this is like about the are the Borgolide with the Romulans or aren't they? Because I feel like he has a sword because you know uh, Borg can deal with energy weapons real easily, but getting yeah. hit in the face with a sword is a little different. And uh, I feel like he's just like I'm getting away their energy shields by just. Hitting them with, with swords. Um, that would be so badass. And I love when they do that. Like, <laughs> maybe the answer to this technological problem is just dropping down in levels of technology until we're back to the Stone Age. Let's see if you can avoid a rock going yeah. to your face. So I'm with you there, Keith. Uh, fingers crossed on that being true, because I would love to see him wreck uh, some of them boring. Definitely. We're like, wait, you, I'm using energy shield. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are your other two? Um, so... Uh, and the other two are, I'm, I'm curious about the grumpy captain of the ship that Picard is going mm-hmm. to be on. I want to know, like, so what's his deal? Why do you have a ship? And what's you like? The third character is the ship itself. Uh. How good is the ship going to be that Picard's going to go on and adventures on? Like, I barely see any pictures of it or good shots of it. Um, I'm not a fan of the uh, bridge that I'm seeing where it has seems to have a ginormous cargo bay in the back. Mm-hmm. And... Cause I, I just want to be on a Starfleet ship so bad again. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in season um, two. So yeah, eh, maybe, maybe, yeah, uh, maybe because uh, they did. 
I don't know, do you guys pay attention to the business that happens behind the scenes? Um, I've uh, been a little bit. It. Ah, all right. Uh, the 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 without the drama on it, uh, the the short thing is the reason why we have Discovery and Kelvin timeline is that a uh, person was in charge of Star Trek who didn't care about Star Trek, and they're like, I'm not going to spend money on this, but you can buy a license and make your own version, and that's what we got right now. That's what we're watching right now. And then this lady who's related to a guy who loves Star Trek, passed on his business to her, and she loves Star Trek, and then she made a ginormous move to combine the companies back together, and she's put her fist down and says, no, we're going to do real Star Trek oh, again. Oh, is so, that what happened with Now, CBS legally, interesting. Now, legally, as of maybe this year or very soon, they can do regular Star Trek again. So, that I was wondering if that's why we saw a Galaxy-class starship at the beginning that didn't Because they want to do a movie with it? And they they have the rights mm-hmm. to do it now, mm-hmm. like they they have they're able to use it. So I'm thinking, in next year things will start to look more Star Trek, and in two years we're gonna get something that's what I call legit Star Trek, <laughs> root Star Trek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shall see stuff yeah. that will be a little more OG recognizable. Well, I don't think it's ever gonna go mm-hmm. back to like really what we had with TNG because just the world of television and what people expect from television has changed so much since then. Um, but the Orville I, does it. Um, but you're right; they won't do it. Yeah, the Orville has the has the benefit of being a comedy show. Comedies are treated differently, certainly. Um, and it's intentionally yeah, meta. Yeah, and it's yeah. intentionally meta. Uh, speaking of which, I heard that a new sci-fi um, parody is coming out because I saw somebody be like, "Oh, it's interesting." When Discovery came out, the Orville came out, and now that this is coming out, this other show is coming out, and I don't know anything about it except that Hugh Laurie's in it. Hmm. So I'm gonna check that out. But what's it called? I don't uh, remember. Let me I've seen it. Now. I can't remember the name. Yeah, let's see. Um, <laughs> I looked up Hugh Laurie. I and don't know. It's not... Okay, that's not helpful. I lo- I looked up Hugh Laurie and gave me Avenue Jew Five. Lawyer. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Because I spelled Hugh Oops. wrong. Uh, yeah, so it's called Avenue 5, and I have no idea what it's about. Um, yeah. Avenue 5? The, is it he the, plays the captain, I think. The cruise yeah. ship? And uh, just in case you're wondering, the character I'm most excited about, again, mm. is that um, doctor of uh, AI, or whatever her specialty was, that... Um, man, she's just so cute. I know I'm already attached to her from, from the other movie, <laughs> Um, but just when she was like, the short answer is no. And he's like, okay, give me the long answer. And she's like, it's still going to be no. And then they go on the long yeah. tangent and she's like, ah, I'm here. You're coming around to that. No, I promised you. And I was like, I love her. Yeah. Here we are. Um, <laughs> Allison Pill. Yeah. I'm so glad that she's in Star Trek and uh, it just makes me even more jealous. I'm like, I wish I was on that set. There's like four different actors that I really like that are like smaller time. And then obviously like who doesn't want to act with. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Um, yeah. yeah, but I'll get over it. It's fine. <laughs> and since you're in LA, that could actually happen. Please. Do you, do you, like, I'm not sure how like your acting world works. Do you have a like an agent that you can say, hey, why aren't you talking mm, to Star Trek I have people? a commercial agent, not a theatrical one, and not to get too far into it, but there are mm. so many people in LA, and it just takes years and years before you even get to a position where they'll look at you. Um, hmm. uh, and uh, you certainly won't get into um, series 
regulars until you've done a lot of guest spots and you can't get guest spots until you have an agent and agents don't want to take you unless you have guest spots it's it's really hard there's just a lot of people here um but maybe if we keep doing the podcast we'll get invited to premieres (laughs) there you Uh, go fingers crossed uh, we've already, we've already sold two t-shirts, so you never know. Oh, two t-shirts, yeah. Well, I have to tell you. Uh, do, uh, doing my website, I got invited to the premiere of the Power Rangers oh, movie. Oh, so it is that's cool. Um, just I, I just have to tell you guys the story because it, it's made me very sad for, for a long time. And uh, um, So, Keith, um, when you added me on Facebook, it's because we were chatting in uh, like a shitposting Star Trek group. But um, also because you saw a picture of that like dress that I made, right? Uh, yeah. So, for those of you who haven't seen that picture, I made a cosplay dress of Star Trek Beyond. Um, the reason I made oh. that dress is because I was going to Emerald City, uh, Emerald, San Diego Comic Con the year that Beyond was premiering, and one of my friends had gotten me tickets for the premiere. So I was like, oh, I'm definitely going in cosplay. Um, and at the time, I was living in San Francisco. <clears throat> we get to the airport. And um, the company that I had bought tickets with, uh, their server was down. So, sorry, no flights. Um, So many people were getting flights for the con that all of the other seats had filled up. So we had to rent a car. We drove down. We got there at 2 a.m. So I missed the premiere. And I'm still mad Uh about it. Um, Yeah. So... (laughs) I have actually been... uh, One of the reasons why I friended you, because I was curious as to why... You had that dress because it like I know. Um, most people our age go T and G, and I was like, "Wait, why are you shockingly that I actually would have gone dress? <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know that it was beyond, and I thought I was like, "Huh, you're yeah, because the beyond right. uniform, and also the the your cover photo is the Enterprise. My cover photo is Enterprise. Yeah, that's that's also true. I mean, Facebook I like, we are Facebook keeps going like, "Hey, you've had the same cover photo for like three years. Do you want to change it?" I'm like, "No, why would I ever?" <laughs> <laughs> it ain't broke. It attracts Star Trek fans right. to me, so, um, yeah. I, I just uh, let's to see. Um, any other points that we want to touch upon? No, just can't wait for episode two. <laughs> oh, it's coming soon! A bunch of my friends went what? to the premiere because they're part of like a, a cosplay group in LA that's very well known, and uh, oh, they cool. saw mm. all, all four of the first episodes, and I'm just like. Ooh. Ooh, tell me everything, but don't tell me anything. <laughs> they, they had people sit in the theater for four hours? Uh, the episodes are 45 minutes long, I think. Maybe they yeah. only saw three. Um, but I think it was three, but yeah. But like, all three in like a theater. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm cool. jealous. <laughs> uh, do you know what theater it was? No. Okay. Usually when I see stuff like that, I just avoid any more information about it, so I don't like spend the whole night being like, I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> So, All right. what are you looking um, forward to in the next episode? Hmm? 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 Keith? Uh, that was going to be my next question. And I then uh, I'll say that what I'm looking forward to is answers. <laughs> um, I, I don't want them to spam fan service and then walk away. I don't want to see there's a Borg and not hear a really good reason behind why they have a Borg cube. Uh, how they fit in uh, Hugh and Seven of Nine. I, I just want a well-structured uh, bunch of answers versus, like, visuals that you recognize. I'm Star with you. Wars. Yeah. <clears throat> Star Wars. Star Wars. Excellent Star Wars paint, but uh, what's behind that? Yeah, there. There you go. Exactly. So I don't want Star Trek paint. I want Star Trek all the way through. 
I I don't need Picard like worship, but you know, let's let's see what you know Picard would mm. really be in this time. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and more. And it is cute. <laughs> um, we rewatched the first and last two episode two parters of uh, TNG, and unfortunately, because um, disaster befell Jay, uh, we can talk about it. But we did watch it. And um, I'm sure you guys noticed this also, but um, it was quite nice that the TNG series ended with um, like Picard flash forward <clears throat> into the vineyard, and they were like, obviously, the future has already changed, but that they still had the same vineyard. And I know this is not new to anybody because you know it was revealed with the poster, but I do like the way that they connected those. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, and how they started the episode with playing cards, and the last time we saw him in the TV show is him yeah, playing cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. the very last time. I yeah, I and like well going into it, like you know, looking down my nose because I'm like, I'm gonna watch you guys not do this <laughs> right, and like I was kind of like stretching, uh, I stroke my chin like, hey, was that pandering or was that actually? <laughs> and, it, yeah. it was actually good. <laughs> I would so, say it was pandering if he was I, sitting I at the it. table with the exact same people. Yeah. I, I'm going to chalk it under good. Mm. Um, I think that I liked it. I also liked him uh, playing chess in his, like, dream. And, the, and just the, the moment of, like, you'll you'll never be like Data. And then, uh, so sad. Poor, poor Picard. His mm. bestie's gone. <clears throat> A little weird that your bestie was an android, but it's fine. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to say anything, random things about that? The We watched the first and last episode. Any, like, feelings you guys that, that came back for you? Oh, I, I mean, the last episode of TNG is probably one of my favorite episodes of Trek, mm-hmm. um, of any Trek. And uh, I will admit, every time I watch that last scene, I either tear up or a few tears actually fall down my face. It's, I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. It's mm-hmm. just, I love it. Because you can see Picard looking around and he realizes, maybe not for the first time, but this is his family. And he, he needs to, you know, spend more time with him and just kind of embrace that instead of trying to push him away like he has in the past to try to keep that distance between him, you know, as the captain. It is difficult. Um, You're definitely supposed to keep that distance. And he's so... Yeah. He's, I mean, he's morally upstanding, but that also comes with a lot of uh, catches for, like, the, the things that you want to do with people that you care about, whereas, like, the relationship you're supposed to have as their um, superior officer. Yeah. Uh, I, my my thoughts on it were when we went back to watch the first and last one. I was just like, how much I love being in that world. It's yeah. like being in warm bath water. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, I love the ship and the sounds and like the the action isn't like you know kick ass. It's the action is when they start dueling philosophies and just talking at each other. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, get into it. And um, I, it, I I didn't know that in the first episode we had seen Hank, uh, McCoy. Until like I was already a man, mm. it was a long time after seeing that episode that I knew that that was McCoy. Um, uh, I had forgot I forgot about that. You know? Oh yeah, quick note about that. Um, yeah. So, so just Star Trek does have a long history of adding scenes of like fan service just to make us feel nice. So that was a, also a reminder of that first couple of episodes when McCoy shows up. I was like, right, 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 right. This is normal, normal <laughs> in a, in a Star Trek. <clears throat> It's good to have reminders like that to go easier on new series to be like, wait, 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 Tanji wasn't perfect either. Voyager definitely wasn't perfect, you know. Uh, yeah. A soft they, handover yeah. of the 
torch. Um, and uh, I was thinking how much, like, when I go into a new series, uh, I, I have often, you're not my real dad <laughs> syndrome. Yep. Uh, like, so going from, like, TNG to DS9, I was like, no! And, like, I backhanded it. It took me years. Years, years, years. Yep. It was, like, a, it was decades until I was like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, I spent all my teenage years. DS9 is my dad's favorite. He rewatches it uh, periodically. And um, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, he'd invite me to watch it with him, and I'd always be like, DS9 is not a Star Trek. It's a star sit, okay? Um, and then Ooh, I finally watched dang. it, and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Dad. Literally, the next time I went home, I was like, Dad, I'm so sorry. You were right. I apologize for everything. <laughs> I take it all back. My bad. He's like, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I like, I went straight into it, like, when it came out, and I was like, I'm in a space station. Thanks. I hate it. I hate everything here. And Picard, you're leaving already? What's happening? Where am I? And then Worf shows up. And then, yeah. Um, there, there are periods of time when, like, there's just, like, a a, uh, a vacuum of good fiction mm-hmm. that I want to watch. And, you watch uh, old series. That happened. Like around... Stargate Atlantis. Hmm? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Star- no, well, Stargate in general was why. Was it because I ran out of stuff that I really, really wanted to watch? And then, like, that happened, and I was, my friend had the DVDs for DS9, and I was like, fine, I'll watch it. And then, you know, you get that Starfleet feel, and everything starts feeling nice, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should get to you guys. Yeah, nice space station. <laughs> and, oh, you guys have shuttles? What crap? But, hey, you guys get make it through it. All right, all right. And, yeah, eventually won me over. So, nice. Picard, I you get all the chances in the universe. I want to be won over. I'm not fully won over yet. But you'll it's you'll get episode. there. I think there might be something there. And to be one yeah. episode in and to be sitting at that, like, I don't know if I like it or not, is pretty good. Because mm-hmm. they they've yeah. only had 45 minutes to convince you so far. And <laughs> Yeah. Next next the next thing that I'm looking at hard is that next starship. Like, all right, where are we going with yeah, this? Yeah, I, I just hope that the next episode takes place more on the, like, the Borgrimian or whatever the heck that ship was thing. Um, with yeah, uh, uh twin, because oh, I need to understand what's going on there. Yeah, so uh, obviously we're still in the like world building, helping you understand who all the characters are before we can really get into the meat of it. Um, bit, so it's all just anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other last thing that I want to mention was the like difference in eras of TV shows where. Mm-hmm. Um, that last episode of TNG was like so perfect to me, and I it was when it was over, I was okay. I, I felt satisfied, yeah. and it's interesting. Like back in that day, your season finale could happen in one episode, and like every episode before that, you could just yep. be fucking around. And More yeah, like I, I was like I was thinking, yeah. And when I was thinking like we were gonna watch those uh, the first and last episodes, I was like, oh crap, I gotta watch four episodes because my memory says. Each of those is a two-part because they're well, both just like huge stories, but they're normal no, episodes. No, no, like, look they're... again. They're actually two-parters. Um, on Netflix, oh. they're like oh. single episodes, but they're an hour and a half. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. I'm not crazy. The timeline has gone back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Cool. Okay. We're not in the episodic world anymore, but this is how the episodic world usually happen, and you'll see it in Stargate Atlantis uh, a lot, where... Um, series will start with a two-parter because you have the like special two-hour premiere which i'm actually very surprised they did not do with picard it's a normal sized episode 45 minutes um i'm not against it i'm i'm happy because it means that they're paying attention to what the story needs rather than like 
what uh, system we should do. Which is one of the reasons I'm a fan of miniseries in the first place, because it picks the amount of episodes that it needs, rather than being like, well, we'll stretch the story to fit. Um, as opposed to... Whatever. Uh, you know what I mean. Although I do miss episodic stuff. But, so you would start with a two-parter, and then the season would end on a two-parter that has a cliffhanger to, like, the third part, which is how the next season starts. Um, you know, so it's, like, two-parter and then three-parters throughout in the middle, and then the season middle would have a two-parter, but then all of the other episodes were just kind of, like, throwaways. Which is why I always get frustrated when people make a huge deal about the, the, the two Vicks thing with Janeway, because, like, it's episodic. You couldn't have him stay on the show. Like, obviously <laughs> that wasn't yep. gonna happen. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you have to fire two actors. Yeah, exactly. There, there was no way that was gonna happen. So I don't know why people make such a massive deal about it. Uh, but I, I think they do because it's um, on the ground level where they were and what they did. It's yeah, it's a trolley problem though. Like, kill two people or kill one person. Mm-hmm. It, 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 good. Yeah, good question to tackle. It but is a good question to Janeway's tackle. Ready for that. I mean, it, it couldn't have ended any differently, is what I'm saying. Like. Mm-hmm. <coughs> all right um any other final words i'm excited to see what happens uh, yeah so am i indeed it should be good all right then i guess we'll wrap this one up uh so the thing is uh, uh i'm forgetting what i'm supposed to say so mike do you want to close up the episode? yeah um thanks everybody for tuning in uh Hope to see you next week, and uh, don't forget to visit us at thereafourhosts.com. We're also on Twitter, at 4hosts, and we will see you guys next time. And we have t-shirts now. <laughs> Rock on. Yes, buy our t-shirts. <laughs> Teespring, we're on Teespring. Teespring, yes. All right, we'll see you guys next right, episode. See you guys. Take care.